The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now or use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, code SGP. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL or WMEA and win up to 20 times the amount in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No, me, no, the voice of the guy. It's me, Really Real, Villain Real, Terrell from Virginia here at your Come service. Bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And, I mean, the man came out here and gave you a six to one dog for the show yesterday. Scott, studio right show. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Beat me up straight to the books to collect that six to one. Straight up. Let's go, Scott. That was a great hit. I was going to say, it's doing doing pretty well. Can't complain. Unfortunately, I couldn't sweep because Ryan Howard decided to just not pass the ball again for game two, but they're going home anyway, so whatever. But the Liberty game was fun. Uh, definitely a stressful game for my lock because I had the under five and a half assists for UNESCO, who had five. Entering the fourth quarter, got through that. Nah, put five more minutes back on the clock. We're going to overtime. And she had no assists in overtime, too. So zero assists in the final 15 minutes for her. That cashed. John Quell, my girl, had a very nice game. I needed her to have 15-plus points and 12-plus rebounds. Six to one. Cashed it before overtime. And that ended yeah. up working out. So overall, great episode for me. Liberty won. Liberty Biberty. Moving on to the next round. And can't complain. Very fun game, though, between the Mystics and the Liberty. And I feel like we've done a very good job of hiding our Liberty fandom as we've been through the season and really, you know, as the playoffs are rolling, too. Like, I have not gotten belligerent backing the Liberty yet. And honestly, I don't think I will until we make the finals. Then I'm probably going to belligerently back the Liberty in every single game. But very, very good showing. I... Did all right. Not as good as you, but, you know, I put some wins on the board. We got the first half under in the Mystics and the Liberty game. Under 83 and a half. That came in at 81, Scott. That's all we need. Yep. That's all we need. 
doesn't matter. So we got that 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 road. Uh, my dog did not cash. I had the first half money line for the Mystics. They were down, I think, like double digits at half, and then came and battled back in the second half. It, it it never happens when I bet it. Like whenever they're a huge freaking dog and they win outright in the first half, it never happens when I bet it. So you know, it is what it is. And for my prop, that was what was my prop. I'm trying to even remember. I forgot my brain. You know, my memory is terrible, so I kind of forgot. But it's cool because I tweeted out. I was going to say, I'm pulling up your Twitter because I just yeah. remember what you took. Sierra McGowan, double-double right. at plus yeah. 110. That, that, that was – first of all, people – That might have cashed just, in three quarters. It, it might have. But it, here's the thing. So, Sierra McGowan's rebounds were at 10 and a half. Minus – I want to say it was like minus 106 to the over. It might have been a little bit more juiced, actually. But either way, it wasn't a plus money price. It was a minus price on 10.5 rebounds. Her points total was at 12.5. I just did not understand. And I think the points total was actually like minus 106. I think that was the minus 106 number. It it didn't make any sense why her double-double was plus money, and I felt like I was stealing. And sure enough, it was because it was never in doubt. She was the biggest person on the court. She dominated the entire series. If I had to give an MVP for that entire series, I'm probably going to give it to Tierra McGowan because that was just way too crucial for them. I I, I just mean... Well, if you put the game on, you could tell that at no point Atlanta had any answer for McCown at at any point in the game. She was just standing there getting free rebounds the entire time. It was rough. That game was rough, especially during the second quarter. The next series is going to be amazing because they have the size that can battle with the aces. I want to know where you set those totals. Like does it break one eighty at one point? I think like, I think we need to go. There? I think we need to go into NBA totals. I think they need to stretch into the NBA totals here. If they you told me to. these games, if you told me more games than not had over two hundred points, I would believe you. Um, you can argue playoff atmosphere, but both teams want to run. Like the pace is going to be crazy in that series. It doesn't matter playoff atmosphere if you don't have the chance to play defense. Like you yeah, said, they want to run. So yeah. I don't know, man. We're getting a 200 point. Maybe that's what we should do this. Ooh, we should alternate bet the over in the series. I want to ask if we can like reach out to a sports book and give us some type of like, will there be a 200 point game in the series? Like as a prop bet, if we can ask for that. Let, let's and, see like, like a series prop bet, one game to break 200 points. Let's let's kick around Sean and Ryan. Sean and Ryan, if you're listening to this, let's let's see if we can we can hit any contacts up. This is going to be proof that they don't listen to the show because they're not going to hit me up about this at all. And I'm going to have to reach out to them about it. But we can let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can do. All right, we only got one game in the slate, but before we get to that, I got to talk to you about DraftKings Sportsbook because we're talking about going and leveraging a sportsbook. We should definitely try to leverage DraftKings because new customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Shout out to Charlie Hilly who said he had a a $250 bonus bet and he put it on Sabrina Ionescu under 5.5 and Connecticut on the money line tonight. Going to talk about if that's going to be a good play or not or if he should hedge out, but... Are you go collect your bonus bets and 
Look, the great thing about DraftKings bonus bets is they give them to you in increments where you can put them on a whole bunch of different games. You don't got to put them on one game. It's super great. So download the app now and use the sign-up code SGP. New customers can bet just $5 on football and get $200 in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, the official betting partner of the NFL with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. We're also brought to you by the Game Time app because if you are in the Minnesota area and you don't have tickets for the game tonight, you should try to go get some tickets for this game tonight. It's absolutely amazing. It's going to be a great game. You should be there. And this is what I use Game Time app for. I use it for my last-minute WNBA splurges where I just say, you know what, I feel like going to see some high-quality basketball. So I'm going to the WNBA. You can go through there. You can browse through a whole bunch of different events. They have wrestling events. They have comedy events. They have concerts. They have almost anything you can think of. Look, this is what you're going to do. You're going to download the Game Time app. You're going to create an account. And you're going to use code CFBX when you create that account. And you are going to get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All righty here, Scott. It's time. The third greatest phrase in all of sports. Game three. I was going to say the first word is the same in all three sayings. It's just the yes. number. That okay, so yeah, so it's the number that changes. So the one, two, three, the four, no, whatever. You guys get what I'm saying. Game three, game seven. Yes, we like game seven. Game seven is the that. best word in sports. I don't care. But we don't, we don't got that. Place. We don't got that here. Yeah. But we got game five, and game five is pretty, pretty damn good. To game seven, I'm not going to lie to you. Pretty good. But we're talking about game three, elimination game, Connecticut Sun, Minnesota Lynx in Minnesota. See, I, I think that the playing both of the first two games on the road is brutal, but the payoff is so good if you get to game three. Mm-hmm. Oh, the payoff is so good if you get to game three. All righty here. So we have the Minnesota Lynx welcoming the Connecticut sign. This line opened up at five. I see it at five and a half right now. Look what I got it out. That, that's come up a half a point. Everybody and their mother is betting Connecticut in this game. 156 and a half is the total. That's actually come down two points from 158 and a half. Injury report for these two teams, and I have here for the Connecticut Sun. Nothing. Looks pretty clean. This is the same injury report that they had basically all season. And for the Minnesota Lynx, Lindsey Allen's still out with that thumb injury. Jessica Shepard's out with an ankle injury. But they've been out for some time. Alrighty, Scott, you weren't here when I broke down this game last time, and I think that I only took Minnesota out of reluctance. Well, just because... to be clear, I was I was not here for ga- the game two preview, but our series preview, which we yes. did during game one, we did say we expected a game three. We so did, and we cashed, and we cashed that. That was, I think, three to one. I think it was three to one. I can't remember. I have to go check the account. But I'm pretty sure it was a three to one bet for the uh, game to go to game three, however you wanted to bet it. It might have been actually a little bit more. So 
I came out here and I reluctantly took Minnesota in the last game. I really didn't have anything saying why I felt like Minnesota was going to win, but I just felt like I I didn't want to Benedict a game three. I, I was fine going down with the ship. And they got the win. And I said it was going to be on the back of Nafisa Collier. She had an amazing game where she had, what did she have in that game? Like, what did she have, like 26 and 12 or something? I think it was 26 and 12, something like that. I'm about to tell you right now. Uh, she had... 26 and 26 13. and 13. I was close enough. Whatever. She had 12 at one point. Then she got another rebound. Very much so. So she had 26, 13. Caleb McBride had 28 on six or 11 from three. They carried the team in, in the bulk, doing the bulk of the scoring. Like nobody else was in double figures. That's how much they carried the team. As far as for game two, Alyssa Thomas had 26 points. That's actually slightly uncharacteristic for her because she never puts mm-hmm. up like really big points totals. She had 26, 8, and 6. Dewana Bonner had another 24 piece. She killed the under for us. And she was 6 for 10 from the from three. But the threes did regress. And they honestly, they didn't even shoot that many outside of Dewana Bonner and Rebecca Allen. But Rebecca Allen this time around, one for six from three. Uh Tiffany Hayes was really good from three that first time around. She was 0 for 1. Uh, Ty Harris, who leads the league in three-point percentage, she was 0 for 2. So, then that was my favorite part, by the way, of AT's stat line, is that she had 26 points. She didn't attempt a single three-pointer. She had a full-on DeRozan game. Yeah, absolutely. So, here we are in game three, and you can say that the Connecticut Sun performed a little bit better to expectation in game one because the threes were absolutely insane. Again, 53.3%. Mm-hmm. And in game two, they regressed a bunch. Where do the Connecticut Sun lie in this game laying five and a half on the road? Well, I do want to ask you, how much does home court actually matter? in game threes because going through last year's numbers the home teams kind of got cooked in game three like a lot uh, to go uh-huh. through the numbers here uh dallas against connecticut last year had a home game for game three uh-huh. connecticut buried them they won the game by 15 the liberty had a home game against the sky they lost by 18 uh to go through I'm trying to think of any others. Those are the main two that I saw where the home team just got absolutely blitzed. If you want to go into uh-huh. the semis, you had the Sky, who had a home game against the Sun. Once again, game five, not game three, but still. And the Sun won that game on the road by nine. So the home team in an elimination game actually went 0-3 in the playoffs last year. So I don't know if home field actually home court actually matters. I just want to throw that out there. Now, once again, that is solely based on last year. But Connecticut... Uh-huh. Being involved in two of those three games and winning the winner-go-home game on the road twice, that kind of tells me what I need to know. I kind of like Connecticut. They've been here before. I trust them to show up in this hostile environment. I think we agreed going into the series, we had it going three, but we didn't expect Minnesota to win the series. Yeah. Consensus agreement, and I'm not going to change. So I'm going to go with Connecticut. So I'm on the game time app because I was just curious of how close this game is to being sold out. If I were to buy, if I were to try to buy tickets, there are only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight options for me to buy tickets tonight. Okay, it means you have a pretty nice. Uh, now that's right. now that's for a solo. That's for a solo. There are a little bit more options because in the game time app, some people only want to sell their tickets as a pair. 
Yes, like that's happened to me before. Yeah, I've had to like I had what was it? It was courtside seats, and I really wanted to sit courtside for the Mystics game. But the best deal, I had to buy two tickets, and I was like, well. I'm just going to buy two tickets and invite somebody else rather than buy the one and end up paying more because the person that was selling the one had a better seat, but the person that was selling the two was a better price. Again, game time app, use promo code CFBX. So there's like only a handful of tickets to buy for the game tonight. And mindful, we have uh, three hours until tip. Mm-hmm. This game is going to be electric. I don't think that the Minnesota Lynx are going down quiet. Do you think they're going down? I I think they're going down, but I don't think they're going down quietly. I really don't. This is a very, very close window to try to play this spread. But I feel like we deserve a one possession. I mean, I guess that was kind of a one possession thriller last night. The the Liberty kind of started to pull away a little bit. Well, they should have won the game handily. I mean, they were up double digits at home at the half, and they completely blew the thing. But Yanescu's really what, lost. Monquell's good at rebounding. What if Minnesota goes up early in this one and blows it? It wouldn't shock me, but once again, it's one of those spots where Minnesota does have home court, but I do think it's worth mentioning that Connecticut was in this spot twice last year with a similar core, not the exact yeah. same core, but they've been here before, and they won both games. But they made the final. It wasn't easy. They had to win a road game in game three in in round one and game five in round two, and they won both on the road. So I know they won't be intimidated. Now, the problem that I have with Connecticut, which we've mentioned all year long, they are third best team in the league, but they are very top heavy. They rely so much on AT and Bonner. Not their fault Mm -hmm. because, of course, they had a serious injury earlier in the year. But the point is, if one of those two players has an off game, they're kind of screwed. Now, the yeah. other argument, though, is for Minnesota, if Collier or McBride have off games, are they screwed? Probably. So you can make an argument that that's why these teams are close. It's because they rely so much on the overall top-level talent that any off game, they don't have the actual reinforcements to overcome that. I'm just banking on ET and on Bonner to show up. But that is, is that is the better pairing between ATM Bonner and Caleb McBride and Nafis Collier. I'm kind of I think I do lead ATM Bonner. It's a better pairing, but that's why I think the series was going to be close. It's because once again they don't have much depth. That's the issue. Both teams' depths are really just concerning, and that's why we thought these teams were closer than a three and a six seating wise. I'm still going to lean Connecticut because I, I still think the better team is going to win in this overall series, but. I think, once again, if you want to take Minnesota and ride the borderline sellout crowd, I don't hate it. But I like the fact that Connecticut's been here before in this exact same spot. And they've passed both tests. So that's good enough for me. Uh, If this was like seven, it would be no doubt in my mind. I am afraid of free throws at the end at this point. Like if if it... If there's oh, time it, left, it they're might extending be one this possession game. with like a minute. They're to go extending and you still this game. And you still yeah, I know, I know, I know. Ah, uh, I feel like I, I, I really want to go Minnesota. Like I really want to go Minnesota. Yeah, I'm gonna go Minnesota. Yeah, do it. I, 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 I'm I just gonna you. bank on. Yeah, I'm going Minnesota. But I really do think that Connecticut. I think this middles. I think that is the that is the optimal 
thing for me tonight. I think this middles with Connecticut winning a three point game. And this is like, this is a Kayla McBride three point shot miss that would have tied the game and sent it overtime. You think she's taking the shot over Collier? Three pointer, yes. Okay. I think, and because I think that Collier probably gets the ball on the in, on the inbound and ends up deferring to her because they're going to swarm her. Because I'm not I letting. Think they, I think they would just let Collier chuck it, just let your best player make the play. But we'll see. And right. no, nah, she's not chucking over two defenders. Like they're going to come, they're going to come over. It's going to be pick and roll action. They're going to come over, and they're not going to switch. It's going to end up a double, and she's going to kick the ball over to McBride, and McBride's going to shoot, and she's going to miss. I think the real difference, though, between game one and game two was Bonner on the boards. And I know she killed us with the PRA in game one. She went from like 15 rebounds in game one to five rebounds in game why two. Didn't we, rebound why didn't we say one. that? I don't know why I didn't say that. This is why I need you on the show. I don't know why I didn't say take her under on rebounds. That was just like that 15 was never happening. No, of again, course not. Or but I, I got to bring it up because Minnesota out rebounded Connecticut by five. And that's a big way you're going to be able to beat Connecticut. AT, we know, is a great rebounder. Bonner is not, but she had a crazy game one. That's why I'm kind of calling her out for game three. Whether she scores or not, whatever, she has to do a better job on the boards. You can't get killed that badly by Collier on the glass. That can't happen. If you do that, you might lose. I'm expecting Bonner to rebound the ball better. I know it's not what she does like on a consistent basis, but they really need her to rebound the ball a lot better than she did in game two. And AT might be on triple double watch because she's AT. So we'll see what happens with AT. Are you, is that how Connecticut wins? Does AT masterclass just put the team on my back, LeBron style? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if we can get AT triple double on a win somewhere. We should try to figure that out for the prop section. All right. Totals at 156.5. Yeah, I'm on Minnesota. I made my I'm back in Minnesota. So I'm going to win Connecticut because they've been there before. If I was going yeah. to take Minnesota, I, I might consider first half. Because I think they have to start quickly if they're going to win. The crowd advantage will be there late, but they need to That's feast actually my on plan. the energy early. I'd rather take the first half if I was going to take Minnesota. I'm actually but making I think, that official play. Because I think that Connecticut, if they take the crowd out early, Minnesota's not coming back. Minnesota needs a quick start if they're going to win this game. Minnesota plus two and a half in the first half and plus 145 on the money line in the first half. That's an official play for me. I'm playing that. Okay. I like that. Uh, all right. I mean, come on. Elimination game. I, I uh, We got to take under, right? Are we? Are we are I'm we not taking an over this? in a game three. Hell no, I'm yeah. not taking an over. Like, yeah, give me the under. In a pivotal game three. And, and plus the last three games went under. Like yeah. even and the game totals... they scored 90. Even the game they scored 90 went under. <laughs> now they did account for it because this total is less than what we saw in game two. But I think it's warranted. I mean, game two landed 157, so it went over by half a point here. But no, game three, I know once again you're going to Do you still have those those game threes from last year pulled up? Uh, let me pull that up again. See if you can. Let's let's count the. Uh, I know points. I know that the game against Dallas was like 73-58. That game like died. Yeah, let's let's count those let's count those points totals. I think that's some good content for the people. And okay. I, I mean, I there's no way you can. That's that's the best bet of the show under one fifty six and a half. That I was probably going to bring that up later on in the show, but oh, let me just. I'm sorry, I stole your thunder. 
Oh, it's fine. I, we're, I mean, it's not a, a secret. We've been <laughs> preaching elimination winner go home game under for an eternity because historically yeah. speaking, they're one of the most profitable bets you can make in basketball. Like literally in basketball. <laughs> yeah. So to go through the round one games from last year, uh, Connecticut beat Dallas in Dallas last year, 73 to 58. So the game landed okay. 131. Uh, you had the Sky against the Liberty, which was game three. That landed 162. I don't know if that went over or under because those totals were high last year. But, I mean, I, I don't um, know. Give me you, – you said that's game three, Sky Liberty? Yeah. Give me a second. I'll look it up while you keep going. Okay. Either way, game five with the Sun last year against the Sky was 72 to 63. So both times the Sun were in an elimination game last year or a winner-go-home game, the total didn't break 136 in that either was, of those two games. I'm only that on Sky that. Liberty game was 158 and a half. Was the so that went so over. Okay. over? Whatever. So two and one. Yeah, but the two involving one of the teams in this one didn't even break 136. I'm on the yeah. under. Yeah, I'm on our under two. That's, that, that's a lock. I'm with you. All right. Player props. Well, uh, wait. Before we get to player props, let's go ahead and talk about underdog fantasy because the section – hey, you better be listening to this this session that we're talking about because you can take this and put it into underdog fantasy, a chance to win 20 times the money in a single game. We are four and six now. The record doesn't matter because we're giving everyone six to one. Oh, yeah. We're, oh, so we're up like 18 we're up, units. We're up a ton. Yeah. We're, we're up, up 18 units. But uh, it's four and six. And so we 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 tried a heat check last episode. I think we're going to go back to the three. I don't even remember how bad, bad the picks were. I, I just know Deladon sold in an elimination game. No, I think we actually. So we had Deladon. We had Unescu. Uh, she had five. And she pushed. We had. um. Tierra McGowan over the rebounds that hit. I don't think Howard got there either. Yeah, Howard. That was the other one that I was. I knew yeah. two missed. I, I was looking at it earlier and I was like, "Dang, we were close." It was Ryan Howard. That was the other one. Her assist. So those were the two plays that hit. We hit the other three. So like, dang, we 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 comfortably. Actually, we you close. get a little percentage back. You hit three. I just checked. You get a little. Percentage yeah, we back. we agree to let it ride every time, so we don't get any insurance. Yeah. Oh, dang, we did. We always. Do. All right. I don't we want point do. four back. I mean, come on. We're going, for, <laughs> we're, going for the, we're going for the glory. Come on, man. But look, Scott, hundred thousand dollars Sundays are still here. They did it last week with Tua. I don't know who at Underdog is a Dolphins fan, but now the hundred thousand dollars Sundays player of the week is Tyreek Hill. You decide if Tyreek Hill is going to go higher or lower his prop, and you have a chance for ten people to win ten thousand dollars. And I just want you to. I just want to read off the list of. God's favorite people on this planet because they just looked in their underdog account and got a, an extra hundred dollars. Where is it at? Oh, did they move it? Oh, they took it down for the injury report. Well, I mean, I guess that's good reason, but it was 10 people and I was so prepared to, I should have screenshot it. I was so prepared to read off the list of, of at names because they're just, they're, they're everybody. Oh, here it is. Kai, the sniper Kaufman, 24, Geo eight six nine me snaggy b big j rock the goat amethyst word I never actually knew how to pronounce that word Neeman chopper chop the maniac okay chop the maniac 
Lionel's 27 and Mr. Notorious. How does it feel to be the favorite? Like, do you know what is the expected probability of you actually winning the 10K? I, I, I just, I don't know what I have to do. Like, what do I have to do for me to be one of these people? And so no this idea. is how you know it actually I don't, happened. I, I don't think I've won a giveaway in my entire life. I might be like 0 and 5,000. I don't think I've ever won a giveaway in my entire life. You know, I've actually won my first raffle a couple of years ago. Nice. Yeah, it was at work. I was, uh, this is Air Force Service. We had a holiday party. And earlier that day, I was in air traffic control training. And I was talking to one of my trainers and I was telling him, man, I never won a raffle in a day in my life. Like, it's crazy. And I said, you know what? I'm going to support the raffle this year. Like, you know, but I I don't know why I buy tickets because I never win. And he was like, man, that really sucks. Like, you know, you never. And I said, I just want to know the feeling. I don't even care about the prize. I ended up actually giving the prize away to my airmen. So I didn't really keep the prize. I just want to know the feeling of going up with the winning ticket in my hand. And it was great, Scott. It was amazing. Oh, my gosh. As soon as I won, he looked at me. He was like, yeah. So imagine the feeling that I'm going to have when Underdog decides to make me one of the favorite and give me the $10,000. Make sure you guys tap into Underdog Fantasy for $100,000 Sundays. Again, just pick Tyreek Hill, higher or lower. doesn't matter if he hits or not. You'll be entered in a chance to win $10,000. Sign up with underdog fantasy use promo code sgpn and you'll double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars that's underdog fantasy promo code sgpn all right let's get into the props and then we'll close the show out here i mean i just don't know how i can't go with the best player on both teams to show up in an elimination game I, I don't know how I can get across that. I, I feel like that Nafisa Collier over is just an automatic bet for me. She's actually been more – she's been better than she has not against the Connecticut Sun this season. And so, I I mean, they if they try too hard to not let her get off, they're going to really screw, herself, screw themselves with Diamond Miller coming out of nowhere and having an amazing game. I guess the question I have to ask for you, though, is how much are you factoring in game three unders into your props? I I am by only taking a, the, a small amount of players. Like, okay. you can you can have one player go off for 20-plus and this still go way under. I, so I, I think that how I'm doing it, instead of spreading it out over a bunch of different players, I'm just calling my shot on, like, one to two, maybe three players. And Nafisa Collier is definitely one of them. All right, uh, so I'm going to quickly pull up the popular parlays tab because that's where I had a lot of success yesterday. Uh, let me just quickly see if there's anything that I like. Because at first glance, I'm looking at rebounds because, once again, if I'm expecting an under, I'm expecting a brick fest. So I think you're going to mm-hmm. see more rebounds available. I don't know if I want to fully gamble on Bonner because she's so inconsistent with the boards, but I do think, once again, it's a good spot for her to bounce back in what should be a rock fight. And Bonner's rebounds are at 6.5, and, mm-hmm. and the over is plus 102. Like, I know she's not a great rebounder, but somebody's got to play center. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like, once again, Bonner 10-plus rebounds is plus 560. Like, do you think that's a you think that's fair? Isn't there's value on that? Like, I, I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense from height standpoint, but it makes sense from the fact that she really doesn't care. I know, but I'm hoping with an elimination game and all, she might sense more urgency to actually rebound the damn ball. Um, 
All right, I don't see any popular parlays, which kind of suck. Actually, no, I do. Oh, never mind. I found it. Uh, okay. You have AT and Collier to each get 10 rebounds. That pays out a plus 290. Okay. You have AT 10 plus assists and Bonner to score 20. That pays out at 4 to 1. If Bonner scoring 20, how the hell is AT not getting 10 assists? Every basket Bonner gets is going to be from an AT assist. Yeah, They're engaged. He's going to pass for the ball every damn time. Um,. Okay, I mean, if, if you want to go Collier 12-plus rebounds and McBride 15-plus points, that's a plus 430. I don't know if any of those jump out the jump off the page. Uh, uh, I don't know if I'm on Caleb McBride to have a good game and an under game. Yeah, I was looking for odds. That, yeah, that's why under... I, I do like the 10-plus rebounds, though, for AT and for Collier at plus 290. That I do like. Yeah, that's the only one. at 10 and a half. That's the only one that you said that I'm like, yeah, I can get behind that. Everything else in this game is really not interesting for me. I think I'm going to take that. I think I'm just going to go with the AT 10-plus rebounds and Collier 10-plus rebounds at 290. I can get Bonner 8-plus rebounds with Connecticut uh-huh. to win, and that's plus 280. Which I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just out on Bonner rebound. I think that was a one in that was a one in a lifetime chance. I'm okay. out on her Fair rebounding. Enough. By the way, AT triple doubles plus three forty. That's a little bit too low for a game three. I, I I can't. I tried to go on DraftKings and build a triple double and a win, and it came out to the exact same price. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I can't, can't do that. Yeah, I, I can't. Do I, we love like AT that. here, but if we're expecting a rock fight, I can't assume she's going to get the ten assists. Well, no, I think she'll get to the ten assists easy. I actually don't mind taking the plus three forty. It's just that I wanted it with a win to get some value, but I can't make that on FanDuel. And then the price on DraftKings is only like twenty cents better than just a regular triple double on FanDuel. So it's like, all right, I'm rolling with the uh, just the regular triple double. But I think she oh, she's she's in line, and I wouldn't be surprised. Like I really, and you know what? That would that would make. A very good case of I should have been MVP and you all should have voted for me because I just had a triple-double in an elimination game. I think for me, if I was going to take a triple-double play in an elimination game, I need confirmation the team that I'm betting on is going to score 80-plus points. I don't have that confirmation, so I am a little bit scared of a rock fight. So I don't know. if I don't think I want to take the triple-double. At 340, maybe like 5-1 to one I consider it, but 340 I think is a little bit short. She's still been cashing them in the under games, man. Got it. I'm. I've already. Well, she's been cashing my, some props. I've already placed my my AT. I've already placed my AT assist bet. Actually, <laughs> I want to quickly see though, like her triple doubles. I want to see how many points they've actually scored in those games. So mm, she's they, normally they, okay. Normally coincidentally, they had 79 points against Minnesota. She had a triple double. They had 83 points against Minnesota. She had a triple-double. So back-to-back games against Minnesota, she had triple-doubles. New York, 81, triple-double. Chicago, 96, triple-double. Seattle, 85, triple-double. So, yeah, usually around 80. Man, play it. Play it, Scott. Play it, Scott. I'm not going to, but if it cashes, then I'll be happy for you. All right. I'm probably going to make that my dog today. But usually 80 is the magic number I look for for a team. You want more. I'm perfectly fine. I'm perfectly fine going down with AT as my dog. That's probably going to be my dog. I'm not even going to hold you. It's probably going to be my dog. I'm fine with going down with AT. Uh, 
All right. Anything else that stands out? I feel like not we really. We covered all the basics. We, so we both think Connecticut's going to win. Yes, we just okay. have disagreements about the margin. Yeah. Okay. And give me some Tiffany Hayes. If if Dewana Bonner doesn't step up, Tiffany Hayes might be the one to step up, and she's really freaking good, man. So eleven and a half for Tiffany Hayes. I think so. That that's about it on the points props for me. I've I decided to stay away from points props in a game three. I kind of oh. want to take Bonner's under two and a half threes. It just feels like whenever the line gets to two and a half, she doesn't hit it. Well, but, you know that she I just had six. Wait, she just had yeah. six the last game. Yeah, the one about under two and a half threes. I was going to say you know that I've been fading Bonner on threes. Yeah, we're we're taking months. that one. She just had six last game. She's going to fold this one. She's going to be like one for eight by the time the game's over. Yeah. Under two and a half threes for Dewana Bonner, minus 125. That is the, yeah, I'm definitely at it. That might have to make the underdog contest. She's going to fold after a six, after a six three game, she's going to fold. I have to assume so. All right. There we go. We've really been fading. Dewana, we, we love you. We really do. It's just, they've been, they've been making the number a little off these days, and we've been having to fade you, but we really do love you. Truly do. I like Bonner, but she takes too many threes. I mean, here in the here in the NBA all the time, it's like you just I I don't want to compare it to Embiid, but you see a lot of these centers taking a bunch of threes, and you're like they can't stop you in the paint, like they want you to shoot jumpers. Why do you keep shooting threes? And they're like, I wouldn't make it. it." She's more of a KD comparison than I. No, I I I get it, but but once again, Embiid's not the right comparison. But I think Bonner's significantly more effective in the paint, and she settles for too many jump shots. That's kind of my point. I remember my homeboy was watching WNBA for the first time, and I think it was the game that Dewana Bonner scored 40. And he was like, is this – she was like, is Dewana Bonner the KD equivalent to the WNBA? And I was like, by – like, in terms of greatest ever, no. But in terms of height and, get, and how she plays, absolutely. <laughs> I, she kind of – I mean, KD, of course, is tough to compare to anybody. It's similar to, like, a Brandon Ingram. Okay, I like that too. Because I, I, but I also always said that I felt like Brandon Ingram was the next coming of KD, and he just never got there. Well, everybody thought that because they had the same build, but yeah, you know, same so idea. Good. He's so good. All right, let's get into lock dog and prop for my lock. Uh, we're both gonna have the same lock, so we'll just get it. Over. Well, no, I don't want to have the same lock. So if you're gonna do it, I'm gonna pick something. I'm gonna, else. of course, I'm gonna do it. I mean, why would I not do it? All right, fine. Then I'm gonna pick something else. I am going to go with Minnesota first half plus two and a half. Okay. I like that. I feel like that's a pretty good play. I think Minnesota does get out very quickly at home, and Connecticut comes back, regroups, and then they come out very good in the second half. So, sure, because I don't want to double lock. I I just think that's bad juju. I really do. Uh, Yeah, so Minnesota plus two and a half in the first half. For my dog, going to Alyssa Thomas, triple-double, plus 340. The story the story is so good. She should actually be hunting for the triple-double. And for my against prop, Minnesota's regular season. For my prop, Dewana Bonner, under two and a half threes at minus 125. We right. said it. She shoots too many. She's not very efficient. Scott, over to you. Yeah, so for me, for the lock, of course, I'm going to do it. Give me the game three under special at 156.5. I mentioned Connecticut's numbers and winner go home games last year, and both games did not even reach 136. 
I'll take the under. I think you're going to see once again a very uh, expected low-scoring defensive slugfest. So give me the under on that one. For my prop, I am going to go back to the popular parlay section. No, that's my dog. Sorry. For my dog, I'm going to go back to the popular parlay section. Give me Thomas and Collier to each have 10-plus rebounds, and that pays out a plus 290. I see okay. a good rebounding game for the two of them. And for my prop, what do I want to do for my prop here? Um, what do I want to do with this one? Uh, I, I didn't mind your Hayes call, but I think I actually am going to fade one of your favorite players that you've been giving out for a while. But she has not really played that well, and she's been kind of struggling a bit lately. And I question the overall role that she has. I'm going to take Diamond Miller under. Oh, okay. I think that her number at eight and a half points is too high. Uh, just to look at her actual numbers in the series, she had five points in game one with five fouls in 18 minutes. She had five points in game two in 24 minutes. She's four for 17 in the series. She's a rookie, and it's her first winner go home game. I know that she has a pretty decent role on this roster, but I wonder how much the coaching staff's going to lean to the veterans in this type of spot. I wonder if they're going to maybe limit her overall role because the moment might be, I don't want to say too big for her, but she might just not be ready for the matchup itself. Mm -hmm. I'll take Diamond Miller under eight and a half. Going four for 17 your first two games, scoring five points in each, and your number's at eight and a half, that number just seems too high to me. Give me under Diamond Miller points. Hoo-wee, the underdog contest of the day has two lowers up there. Lower, DeWanna Bonner, two-and-a-half threes. Lower, Diamond Miller, eight-and-a-half points. Well, do you co-sign that? Because I know you've been praising Diamond for most of the year, but that number just feels too high with the circumstances. I trust your handicap. I, 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 trust, I trust your handicap. I mean, I, I think that, you know, my concern is that they say we don't want Nafisa Collier to beat us so bad that they end up leaving Diamond open and she gets some easy stuff. I think but, my concern is that Minnesota is going to be like, we're going down with Collier and McBride taking all our shots. Yeah. <laughs> like and I mean, when you look at the bench, you have Rachel Bantam, who is uh, a veteran. She's coming off the bench. She should be really good in this spot. You have, um, man, uh, what is it? Oh, Lord, let me pull it up. But Rachel Bantam, who is just automatically where I think of when I think of veteran coming in in this spot, having and I wish they actually had Bantam props because I probably would play one uh, and coming in in this spot. You have Carlton. You you got like some really, really people that have been around the block in WNBA. I was going to so say, some coaches that. really hate trusting the young players. Tiffany Mitchell could even get some more work in this one. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm with you. I I, I she she hasn't been efficient in this series at all. It's been pretty bad. And foul so. trouble's also been a concern. So we'll yeah. see. She's young. I'm, I'm with it. Let's trust. I trust you. So let's put in underdog. We need one more. I'm assuming it's going to be some type of backing of AT. AT rebounds. All right, let's do it. So what are the picks we have so far? So for our underdog pick'em contest of the day, we have Diamond Miller lower eight and a half points. Dewana Bonner, lower two and a half threes. And Alyssa Thomas, higher nine and a half rebounds. I was going to ask, though, would you rather do Miller or would you rather do Collier rebounds? I do really like Collier's, Collier's rebounds. Do you want to fade Do you want to fade your prop and go Collier rebounds instead? 
Well, I was going to say that's basically my dog because I, I got both to have 10 plus rebounds at plus 290. So it's whatever you want to do. But okay. I feel like Collier should be in there in some capacity, right? Yeah, that is kind of that is kind of bad on us. All right, so we'll go with her rebounds. All right, that's the switch. If this doesn't cash, <laughs> you know why it did cash because we switched at the last second. I'm just saying Collier did. has earned enough respect from us to throw her. Yeah, into the- yeah, no, no, no. I'm 100 with you. Rebounds is definitely that's the way to go. So, Dewan Bonner lower two and a half three pointers made. Nafisa Collier, higher, nine and a half rebounds. And Alyssa Thomas, higher, nine and a half rebounds. That is our underdog pick em contest. Make sure you go and sign up if you haven't already. Promo code SGPN. Get double your first deposit up to $100. And hey, go tell somebody that hasn't signed up to sign up and just give them. Am I allowed to say this? Am I allowed to say am I allowed... Do whatever you want. Just give them the money. Just tell them to sign up and give them the money, and now you have more room to work with. Like, I, I mean, maybe you're not supposed to do that, but it sounds yeah, not, smart. Yeah, because nobody's ever thought of that before. Okay, like, come on. All right. Uh, before we go, Charlie's asking, do we like uh, to pair the spread with the plus five and a half and the under? Well, I do. Scott doesn't because Scott is on the minus five and a half. I'm leaning kinetic because I just think they're going to show up showing their playoff experience. But, uh, of course, I like the under. Charlie's so, trying to trying to figure out if he needs to hedge or not. I think you let it ride with Connecticut. I'm not even going to hold you. You have the money it, line. I think they're going to yeah. win the game. I think you let it ride because you have because now you have a plus money bet because you did with Sabrina Yanescu under five and a half assists. So now you have a plus money bet for the money line. You have a, yeah, you have a plus money bet on Connecticut to win tonight. I mean, yeah. it doesn't get any better than that. I say you wait, and this is what you really do: wait and see how the game goes. If the game goes Minnesota way early like how I have it going, then just chill out and just sweat. But if the game is Connecticut's way early, then go ahead and sprinkle on Minnesota and win the money line after they go down 10. That's going to be like super juiced and you're going to get a good money line price. That's well, how I say you play it if you want to hedge. But I, I we're also say, DJs, if you want to so we don't hedge. hedge. I, we're DJs, I, we don't hedge. I wouldn't do it. Connecticut, once again, is the favorite for a good reason. They've been there before. I think they're going to win. So we'll see what happens. If I lose my bet on Connecticut, I'm perfectly fine losing my bet on Connecticut. Well, no, also I'm not a bonus fine bet. I hate like, is there really a point of fully hedging a bonus bet? Because you're going to lose the initial stake anyway. Yeah, true. You don't get that 250 back. So. Okay, you don't get the 250 back. So that's why I don't even know if it's worth hedging in the first place. Yeah, I agree. All right. Like I said, six to one, six to one underdog contest. One more time, in case people forgot, Dwayne Bonner under two and a half three pointers made. Nafis Collier higher nine and a half rebounds, and Alyssa Thomas higher nine and a half rebounds. Scott, anything else for the people before we get up out of here? No, it's game three. Looking forward to it. I love it. Don't know how we went this long talking this game, but we gave you a whole bunch of content, and it doesn't matter. So he's at Rush Radio. I'm at Really Real underscore underscore for the 12 people that are in the live right now. Make sure you like the video on the way out. For anybody that comes into the YouTube after we started recording, make sure you like the video before you hit exit. And for everybody listening through their ears in any form of podcast, make sure you drop us a five-star review and say anything good or bad, but just make sure that the review is five stars other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here.